The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. You You may be seated. Are there any children here this morning, or are they sleeping in today? Hi, girls. Why don't you come over here and sit on this pew today? So how are you all today? Good. Hi, right, come on over. You'll get a little longer walk today. <laughs> so how was Christmas? Good. Did you get lots of presents? Good. Hi, Joseph. Oh, there's no Joseph today. Oh, he's okay. Very good. <laughs> anyway, so I wonder now, are any of those presents, are you tired of any of them yet? Have you put them away? No, not yet. And none are broken yet? Oh, you must be good. Well, there's one present that's going to stay with you forever. You know what that is? Oh, did somebody tell you ahead of time I was going to ask that? Uh-oh. Jesus, and Jesus is the best gift of all. And Jesus came to each one of us, so we each share in that gift. And Jesus will stay with us forever. And so let's give thanks to God. Let's pray. Thank you, gracious God, for this wonderful gift you have given us. Help us to never take anything for granted, but to trust in you and your love. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. You may go back to your places. Well, in the church world, this day is known as the first Sunday of Christmas or the name of Jesus Sunday. And as you heard... Our first lesson is the blessing we hear almost every Sunday at the end of the service. It's New Year's Day. We should be talking about beginnings, but we must first talk about this familiar closing benediction. Readings from the book of Numbers are rare in the three-year lectionary, 
and it is seldomly the focus of Bible studies. The basis of the book is the story of the various trials of a new people of God as they travel in the wilderness, led by Moses and his brother Aaron. It's called the Book of Numbers because it's filled with lists, lists of various censuses, laws, and other items. The words in today's reading are very familiar to us because they are used so often as a benediction in Christian worship. But I doubt that many of us know their source. It may be worthwhile to spend a bit of time discussing what the words actually mean. The Lord bless you and keep you in Hebrew means to give strength to and to keep, <clears throat> excuse me, to keep guard or watch. The next line, God makes, the Lord makes his face shine upon you, is an ancient expression of favor. We'd be more likely to say, God's eyes light up when we walk into God's presence. It reminds us of our relationships with those we are close to. Added to that is that God is gracious to us. God grants us grace even when we are not acting in ways that are pleasing to God. The final line contains a wonderful image to lift up one's face or countenance. In the ancient world, that meant to look another in the eye. Our God knows us very well. We can hide nothing from God. The final blessing is for God to give us peace. Peace is defined as a state of completeness in all aspects of our lives, of happiness and fulfillment. It can only happen in the presence of God when we are blessed by our God with love and grace. It is a blessing that fits well on a day when we celebrate the naming of Jesus in the temple and again recognize Mary as the mother of God, both of whom we teach us, <clears throat> both of whom teach us what it means to stand face to face with God. In our gospel lesson, the angels have departed and the focus is now on the shepherds. When they saw the child in the manger, they reported to all the things that had been told them. I'm always sort of amused when I read about Mary pondering those words in her heart. We are told that she also pondered the greeting of the angel, <clears throat> Gabriel. Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. Why wouldn't she ponder? She accepted her situation with a song of thanksgiving. But these were not ordinary events. Now she had a baby boy to take care of. Where are the angels now to help her? She certainly has much to ponder. Among the synonyms listed in my computer for ponder are consider, reflect on, mull over, meditate on, deliberate about, dwell on, brood on, puzzle over. Why wouldn't she spend time engaged in each of these? Mary's pondering should remind us that if we are serious about our faith, this is a time for us to engage in some, some pondering as well. The Christmas presents are all opened and put away. The gifts have all gone home. Now is the time to ask, just what does Jesus' birth mean for me? It's so easy to move on. Now it's the new year. Christmas was Christmas, but now it's over. Fortunately for us, it doesn't work that way. There is still much 
for us to ponder. Now, Mary and Joseph were good parents, and they knew that their baby boy was to be circumcised and named on the eighth day of his life. As people of faith, they were devout in their observance of the law. Through circumcision, Jesus was recognized as a rightful heir of God's promise to Abraham and a member of the Jewish community. They followed tradition so that their son's ancestry and relation to God were declared. In our culture, the choice of a name for a newborn is often a major project. There are dozens of books of names available. Now there are thousands of names listed on the internet. Naming is serious business. After all, that baby will carry that name all of his or her life. One of my Christmas gifts was the recently published book, Steve Jobs. I just read that he and his wife called their first child Baby Boy Jobs for two weeks before settling on a name, which, for your information, is Reed Paul. Naming is not a decision to be taken lightly. <clears throat> Many cultures pay attention to the meaning of the name. We seem to pay more attention to the sound and number of syllables. Mary and Joseph had no problem coming up with a name for their baby. At the angel Gabriel's first visit to Mary, she was informed that she would bear a son and his name would be Jesus. Jesus, which means God saves. In the Gospel of Matthew, the angel speaks to Joseph, and there is a bit more information than in Luke's Gospel about naming the child Mary will bear. The 21st verse of that first chapter reads, She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Luke underscores the significance of the naming of Jesus by reminding the reader that the name Jesus had been given not by Joseph, but by the angel of the Lord. The name declared the child's future role as savior of all people. Conferring of the name was itself an act of fulfillment. The name was not chosen at random. It was based on a heavenly command. In baptism, we are claimed as God's own, and we become linked to the name of Jesus. Christianity began with, began with the name of Jesus. And as we call ourselves Christians, we are reminded of our closeness to that eight-day-old baby who received the name of Jesus more than 2,000 years ago. We are heirs of God's promises in that name. Today, we open our new calendars for 2012. The pages are blank. No one knows what may fill those pages. What we do know is that we are not on our own. Those baptism promises we received are forever. Nothing can snatch us away from our rightful place as full members of the family who bears God's name. We have once again celebrated Christmas. Now it is time to glorify and praise God as the shepherds did. May we all be as convinced as the shepherds that this was a work of God. If this is true, the blank pages of those new calendars will show evidence of our faith. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you 
in 2012 and all the days to come. Amen.